0: Welcome to the SVP Podcast. This is episode 13. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you're listening to the voice of mobile film. Three, two, Last year seems so long ago, doesn't it? Well, in this episode, we're going to discuss making videos with smartphones for your business or your brand with our guest, Francesca Jago. She is the founder of Get Ahead Media, and her mission is to empower small business owners through video. If you're looking to reach more people with video, then you will not want to miss this episode or our bonus podcast for our patrons on Patreon, with our excellent step-by-step advice and tips for making great live videos on social media, particularly Facebook. You can access the bonus podcast at Patreon.com/slash. SBP podcast. So it's 2018 and you have a lot on your mind. Perhaps you're a little stressed out, but maybe you're a little more stressed out than what I'm thinking, but don't freak out. You may have heard about the health benefits of Reiki. If you are in San Diego, get more information about Reiki from our friends at Healing Touch Reiki by calling them at 619-518-6191. You can also check them out on Facebook at Helen Reiki, H-E-L-L-A-N-D-R-E-I-K-I. Are you following us on social media yet? We're on Instagram at S D, the same on Twitter, and on Facebook, it's M-O-B-I-L Film Festival, Mobile Film Festival. See you there! Okay, we're going to talk to Francesca, who is in Wellington in New Zealand. But before we do that, we want to bring you up to date on the International Mobile Film Festival that's taking place here in San Diego on April 28th and 29th. If you submitted a film to our film festival, look for an email from us very soon. Don't miss it, okay? You can always contact us using the form on our website at internationalmobilefilmfestival.com. Okay, are you ready? Let's go to Wellington, New Zealand, and let's talk to Francesca. Francesca?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Hey, everybody. We've got Francesca Jago here. She is the, you may have heard of her. She's famous on Instagram.
1: Uh,
0: Instagram. <laughs> uh, she's, uh, well, you kind of are in the mobile video uh, world. I consider you pretty famous on there. You're very popular. Oh, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, you may know her on Instagram as Get Ahead Media. Um, and you are, Let's see. We're on the other part of the world. I'm in San Diego, but you are in Wellington in New Zealand. Am I correct? Yep,
1: that's right. Yep. That's amazing.
0: Don't you just love this technology?
1: I was just about to say that. (laughs) Love modern technology nowadays. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it actually works good. Not like before we had to all go through this trial run, we were talking about YouTube uh, Mm. before. And, and it's been perfected through a lot of uh, mistakes and a lot of headaches, right, for us users. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, through our complaints and our drags, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've learned to, to make it better and more user-friendly. Um, so uh, Francesca is actually uh, kind of a guru with, uh, with making videos for businesses, and with social media. And by the way, I was on your website earlier. Why don't you go ahead and call out your website, your website address?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So it's just uh, Uh, getaheadmedia.com. Really easy to hopefully remember, Get Ahead. All about getting you ahead online. Uh, So getaheadmedia.com is my website.
0: Yeah, when I wanted to ask you a little bit about where you came up with that name. Like, why Get Ahead Media? Like, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, well, um, like I said, it's, it's all about getting people ahead and uh, I think that's what people need is to get ahead of you know, their competition or get ahead in terms of getting in, the, in front of their, um, the eyes of their audience. Uh, so that's kind of where the get ahead came from and obviously being media, I, I teach smartphone video, video and social media so it's all kind of under that one banner of um, media. So getting you ahead using modern media.
0: Yeah, and video which is yeah, the thing. To, to get ahead in business nowadays, you kind of have to know about video.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's that's primarily what I do is I teach people um, video, but more specifically, smartphone video for their businesses.
0: Yeah, I um on on the top of your website it says I help small business owners and solopreneurs grow mm-hmm. grow using smartphone video. And so, and I love that solopreneurs. There's so many, um, uh, people, a lot of the small businesses are pretty much solopreneurs.
1: Yeah, no, they are. But it's a good thing because it's basically this person, like myself, who's passionate about what they do, that they want to get this message out to the world and also do something that they love that fits in with their lifestyle. I think it's amazing that all these people can go solo now and um, make a real go of it, make it happen.
0: Yeah, and, and speaking about getting ahead, you are kind of one step ahead because I mean, I mean the whole point of it is like you know a lot of you know a lot of people think an entrepreneur or or a business owner or a founder right is just doing mm. this one thing and they're just sort of dictating everything and they've got people working for them and they're just telling them what to do and then they do it. But Mm. it doesn't really work that way. It's more like uh, the Jack of all trades or the Jane of all trades, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, (laughs) um, Where you're learning to do your own social media. Like for me, for example, right? Like I, I used to do. I used to be a web graphics designer. But I didn't know how to create websites or anything like that or or coding at all. And then the only reason I I had to learn it was because I wanted to create my own website, Mm -hmm. Um, playing with widgets and and things like that. Like, had I not, had I hired somebody else to do that for me, Um, not that I could (laughs) have, especially, But even if I could have and I, and I did do that, then I wouldn't have learned it and I wouldn't know what I was really asking from
1: people. Absolutely. And it, and it helps, obviously, develop your overall skills in, in knowing how to create a business or use media or that kind of thing. Like even though yeah. you're starting with a website, um, it just helps your overall knowledge of how this stuff works.
0: Yeah, you're just doing and doing and doing, and you don't realize how much you know. Which brings me to what you do, because uh, my my understanding and and please go ahead and stop me if I'm wrong, but my <laughs> understanding is that as you were going along and learning to do these things, you decided, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who want to learn how to do this too, or yeah. or or did you start out? With the focus of just, I'm just going to teach people to do this because I know all this.
1: Um, You you know what? It started, I mean, I'm a filmmaker by trade. I've done it for 10 years. Um, And then I did start with the whole, um, oh, I know about film. I should teach people about that. But it wasn't until I actually started uh, creating videos for my business myself um, online that I actually saw how to do it properly, and also what these other solopreneurs were missing, this missing element to making videos um, themselves. And so it became, I started out basically cold calling, horrible, like hell on earth, I hate cold calling, cold calling businesses around Wellington, telling them they need to learn video. I so didn't you, even have any videos on my website. So you
0: were a telemarketer, basically. <laughs> I was a telemarketer. I was <laughs> one of those
1: annoying people that calls up a PR firm and goes, hey, let's meet, you really need to do this. Um, and I, because I was busy doing that, Uh, even though I knew video, I was just didn't have time for video. And so um, I learned how to do videos really quickly, like matter of like 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on the video. Um, And it's once I started actually making those videos, put them on my website, um, and uh, tailoring them to my audience that then I didn't have to cold call anymore. Not that that was getting me anywhere, anywhere very fast. (laughs) But I didn't have to cold call anymore, because people were actually coming to me. And so it was then that I realized, actually, I have the missing pieces that I can teach other people how to leverage this themselves and not have to worry about getting someone else to do it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And the one really cool thing about video, see, I used to do it. I did it for over 15 years. I read something on your website where you were talking about the perfectionist that gets in the way, right? It hinders <laughs> yeah. You. But, you know, I find that a lot of artists are in a way they have the perfectionist mentality, mm. but there was a difference between, and, and I've known this, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of both. I'm a, I'm a bit of a business person, but I'm also an artist, you know, it, yeah. and that's in my heart. Right. And I get to meet people from both worlds. And what I, what I've noticed the difference between the two uh, and, and jump in there whenever you want to. But <laughs> what what I noticed between the two is that the artist Uh, is that perfectionist that would just jump in and do that work you know for the Mm -hmm. process of it like they really enjoy the process of it
1: more than the
0: outcome even though that once they're in they can't stop like it's never finished (laughs) right until somebody says I I you know you're done you know yeah um but the business professional tends to get, they, they just can't get started because they're, they're really, uh, anticipating the outcome
1: and they they want it
0: to be so perfect, you know, and that kind of, thing. what do you think about that?
1: Um, I, I don't know if it's an individual thing, but I think you're probably right in terms of creative people are a bit more perfectionist because we have a vision and we want to see that vision brought to life exactly as we imagine it. So we keep doing it and keep trying to make it happen. Um, you know, as best we can. And it, it never seems like enough <laughs> sometimes. Whereas um, I think the business, because I, I see myself as obviously the, the creative side and, and a bit of a perfectionist in that respect. Uh, but the business side of me is like, well, basically done is is done is better than perfect. Yeah, There's no point like keeping at something and keeping going and, you know, refining this video and refining this video and refining this video when you could have put it out three weeks ago. And you know, gotten the benefit of of it already, kind of thing. So,
0: yeah, I know you're right. But see, and then here's the third part um, that you really don't, you can't perfect something, right? Without yeah. experience, which is where expert comes into. Yeah. So, okay. So, by doing it, you're actually becoming the expert through the experience, which allows you to be. About as close to perfect as you can get, which is (laughs) that's so
1: true,
0: yeah. Which is what the professional is, right? They're really someone who gets as close to perfect as possible because there's no, Mm. I mean, we're we're human beings, we wouldn't recognize perfection if it was slapping us in the face, (laughs) (laughs) not to be so brutal, but yeah. So, we can't, as imperfect creatures, recognize perfection, even if it's right Mm. there. So, what what I consider a professional is someone who gets about as close as possible. And that's through the intention, you know, while Mm. they're doing something. Yeah. Um, So I agree with that. Yeah. Well, you know, not that it matters whether you agree or not, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I wanted to get your, your point on that because while you're teaching people this stuff, you're inspiring them to actually do what you what you just said to actually yeah. go ahead and jump in the water and get your feet wet and um, how so when you're you're teaching uh, this, you you do a few things. You, mm-hmm. um, from what I from what I saw on on your website, you have ebooks
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you have your tutorials like video video tips, which are yep. like tutorials. And then you have online courses. What is the difference uh, between the three? And explain a little bit more in depth about each one of those.
1: Oh, sure. Okay. So my eBooks are, I guess, a bit of a guide to get you started. Um, and in particular, I, I have two. I'm actually I'm actually creating more as we speak. Well, not currently while I'm on this podcast, but just before it. <laughs> um, but they're designed as a starting point. So I have uh, 10 steps to creating pro videos on your iPhone or on your Android. So it's that starting point to get people thinking about, well, how do I actually get a good quality image out of my video? Whereas the, um, online tips like on YouTube, um, and other kind of videos and blogs are more about taking that side of your, your knowledge, your very basic knowledge and putting it in the frame of, well, how do I actually create a video that keeps my audience around and listening and watching and, and learning? Um, and then finally, the online course is basically the whole enchilada. If you think of it that way, um, it's the end. I'm from San
0: Diego, so yeah, we like Mexican. Oh, nice. Food. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's basically um, taking every aspect uh, of creating a video and video strategy for the solopreneur, um, from planning the right video for the right purpose, so you can actually use it as showing you as the authority, or use it as social proof, or selling, or promotional, whatever it is you're trying to do with it through the actual filming it and filming it quickly so that you're not wasting time and editing again, editing it quickly. And then finally actually getting out to your audience. Um, so if it, if you think of it in terms of the tips are there to help guide you and give you a bit of a taster. And then for those people that actually are like, yep, yeah, I know I want to do this and I want to know I want to excel at it. That's what I use the online course for. Does
0: that make sense? Yes, it does. You know, I was just thinking while you were, because I was, I'm, I'm actually listening.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's
0: cool. Um, so uh, one of the things when you were talking about the, the videotapes, I mean videotapes, like tips. that's so, so <laughs> that's, long ago. So prehistoric. Yeah, I don't even own um, any. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, they're buried somewhere. <laughs> like uh, the Blair Witch Project, right? They're mm-hmm. buried under the bearing. Um, but in ebooks and in your video tips, um, most of the people who, who, who go looking for this stuff are Mm. novices, right? So, yeah. So we were just talking about telling people, just do it. Right. So if there's a, there's a high investment in people, uh, I think your strategy is what I'm trying to say. I think your strategy is pretty cool because your eBooks are free and the video tips are free. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if you really want to go further, once you've got your feet wet, that's when you really want to invest. Um, When I teach my, my workshops, a lot of times people come there and they've never, some of them have never even held a microphone. Yeah. Some of them have never, they don't know what an XLR cable is or, (laughs) you know, stabilizer. What is that? Oh, that's the thing that kind of makes it so it's smoother. Oh, oh, okay. You know, that kind of a thing. (laughs) And so, and then you get people that are already, you know, they've, they've gotten their feet wet. Um, to me, it, it's almost like, so you get people that are starting out, well, you don't want to throw at them like, oh, okay, so you can get this stabilizer, you know, like, you know, like the, um, the gimbal, uh, they yes. start out at like, you know, two, 300 bucks. And they're like, Dude <laughs> yeah you're
1: like' what?
0: I'm, you're telling me to use the free phone, you know, the free camera cause yeah. I've already got it, but then you're telling me to spend three hundred just on that, you know yeah. and it gets to be overwhelming and then it kind of hinders them so then they they're less willing to jump in, right yeah, so I think what you're doing is pretty cool because they're they kind of they can get started. Free. Right. Um, yeah. And that's what, what is your take? Be to, because for me, it's you know, it's really hard to tell people like there really isn't the best phone, the best is what it, it is, what you have. But there yeah. is a little bit of a drawback when you're on Android, because so if you're on Apple, right, yes. you, you can edit for free on your phone or on the computer. You can I I compose music as well. For, oh, nice. for a lot of my videos, yeah, I do that with um, GarageBand. Oh
1: know, yeah,
0: and it's free. So um, and a lot of people don't don't have that in Android, right? Not without um, a big rubber stamp, you know. Or, yeah,
1: some somewhat. So uh, I mean, because I always feel. You know, I, I hate that Android get left out because everyone loves iPhone. I love iPhones. Don't get me wrong, I'm on an iPhone. Well, I like right them now. Both. A lot of me. I, I yeah. love
0: what what people can do, and that that people can do it regardless of what they have, of course. Yeah.
1: Um, but with the editing, I mean, it is the editing side of things where things aren't as well. It's not always free because obviously the best editing on Android, if you if you probably know, is any either Kinemaster or PowerDirector, yeah. are kind of the, the big ones, and and. Uh, they both have a cost associated with them, um, and but there is like things to get people started, and I, I do go into that in one of my um, tip videos about editing on Android, uh, and that's I don't know if you you probably heard of it Premiere Clip, yeah, yeah, that's available on Android as well as iPhone, uh, and that's a free one, and that at least gets you started, but. Um, yeah, it's, it, you do have to fork out more money if you, you are on Android, uh, unfortunately.
0: Well, yeah, because if you want to do HD, you know, oh, or yeah. anything like that, now you... Because, it, see, the whole point, like, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in our film festival, we technically don't have categories because we don't want to limit people, mm-hmm. right? We don't want to limit their creativity. Like, anything goes just about. Um, yeah. but, but people... People want categories, you know, as a guide at least. Yeah. And one of the categories that we've had for years now is, well, I think in 2013 is when I started that one, is for business videos.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: We also, I didn't know that. Yeah, we also have the mobile journalist videos, you yep. know, reporters and, and things like we We have a, geo, you know, like a National Geographic like discovery or something like that, that kind of a mm-hmm. category. So we're really open to all those things, but we do have a business video category, which, mm. you know, I was going to tell you, maybe, you know, maybe next year you can, you know, put something cool together, maybe some kind of, I should totally um, do that. Yeah. You know, and be a part <laughs> of it. But see, the thing is that if you're going to do something like that, unless it's an online film festival, right. To be, mm. to put it on the big screen and really, Com- be comparable not to win or lose it it's not about <laughs> that but for the audience right so that you're you're there at the film festival and you're seeing your film on the big screen it's it's yeah. really cool but then if you see it on the big screen compared to the rest right and you're going mm. Ugh. you know you're all about the visuals when you're doing that a lot
1: you know? Yeah, you, are you saying compared to the rest in terms of different cameras? Uh, yeah, well, not- the
0: difference. So uh, most people that submit films now, especially for a big screen, they're they're either shooting them on four K or they're shooting them on HD. But mm. their their output is most of the time is in HD, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they look really aesthetically, you know, and you know, it looks like they have more production value on the big screen. Yes. Um, and if you're starting out, right, and, and this is, I'm not, <laughs> for for our listeners, <laughs> I'm not saying one is better than the other. I actually think this sucks because for Android users, right, unless you fork out something, you're limited to the 720, right?
1: In terms of editing on, yeah, f- on your phone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the that's output.
0: true. So, so now you're limiting, so now it's like, I want to submit it to a film festival and have it go on the big screen, which a lot of film festivals do that now. So yeah. it's like, oh, now I really got to, you know, um, which, you know, that's just the nature of the beast, right?
1: <laughs> it, it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, if you really do want to make it for, yeah, big screens, you do need to, forecast. I think it's about 30 bucks for PowerDirector, I think, which isn't a right. huge, huge cost. Unless uh, you're,
0: off. yeah, unless you're poor and you're having to choose, or you're in a, you know, a country that you know you just can't do that. Um, yeah, yeah. You'd rather eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah, pay rent. You know, things yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So uh, I was, I was going to ask you. So what would, what would be the best um, uh, Android apps to use? Not just for editing. I mean, do you advise? Do you uh, give tips to people to go ahead and edit on their phone a
1: lot? or? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I teach inside all my courses, whether I'm in person or online. I teach them to edit on their phones. Um, and I do teach for Android because of the nature of what I'm teaching people to do. So make a video that actually is going to look better than everyone else's. Uh, I do suggest they get PowerDirector or Kinemaster um, as the, the outgoing cost for um, Creating your editing your videos, but I do also go into uh, some apps like uh, what am I talking about? Premiere Clip,
0: yeah,
1: and uh, what was the other one? How, now you put me on the spot, now I gotta think of it. I'm so um, sorry, <laughs> no, 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 I uh, think it Quick. Quick, have you heard of Quick? GoPro um, one? No, I,
0: oh, wait, yeah, they used to be um, Splice.
1: Well, no, Splice, is, Splice still exists, but Quick is. Uh, Also, another app from GoPro, Splice is owned by GoPro, but then there's Quick as well. Mm. Um, And so I teach people how to use those two apps as well as a kind of a quick way of making videos for one, um, because they are kind of template based, as well as um, uh, saving money (laughs) because they're free.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Splice back before uh, iMovie was free on the phone. Mm Uh, yeah, I come from the old world. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I remember that. But yeah, I used to experiment with everything. Um, when I when they were, um, I would I would actually recommend them a lot for yes. for teaching because they were free, and you could do transitions, and then you could get you know songs and music and things like that from your your iTunes um, app mm-hmm. and go directly on there. So that meant you could also get you know, um, do narration and voiceovers and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, And they had transitions, and, and they were pretty cool. There's another one, ProCam,
1: for shooting. Oh, yes, yeah, I know of it.
0: Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot, there's so many, I'd hate to be an app developer now for this industry <laughs> because you know, you're just like always having to look over your shoulder who's coming out next.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so true. There's so many out there, but then there's a lot of junk out there as well, because yeah. as you probably know, uh, we download apps and check them out and see yep. if they're good. And sometimes we'll spend money and go, wow, that was a waste. But <laughs> we do that for our audience so they don't have to make mistakes that so we did. Right.
0: Yeah, it's the same with uh, when you do workshops and they get, you know, like I was saying, they've never, some people, they've never even held a microphone before. So mm. for them to know what this gear feels like, it's ideal to do that for them because then they get their mm. hands on it. They play with it. They use it uh, during your their experience in your workshop while you're teaching them. And then they know whether they want to invest in that
1: or not. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing and i know I always teach people at the outset to do it entirely just using their phone yeah. um, without anything else, just to, as a because you know often they either don't have money or aren't prepared to spend money because they don't see the value in it yet, yeah. which is absolutely fine and then as a as a after you've done a few videos or feel a bit more comfortable, then buy the gear
0: yeah, and definitely it helps a lot it's It's like old school you know like mm. in in film school and stuff, they teach you to do a lot of things pretty raw. Before yeah. they teach you, give you the be- the better tools. Uh, just knowing camera movements, you know, yeah, um, you know. So yeah, you got a gimbal. You're Miss Miss Smooth now, or Mister Smooth, <laughs> you know, smooth moves there. Yeah, yeah, very cool. But can you? What can you do? You know, without that, you still have to know how to pan left to right, tilt, and and do some simple maneuvers like that. You can't just you know
1: rely on this this yeah. piece this tool, yeah, piece of tech. And it makes you a better storyteller to be scrappy about it, to learn how to do stuff for free. It makes you a better video maker and storyteller anyways.
0: It's true. It goes hand in hand with that experience, you know, Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, it's the going thing now. It's like, oh, if you've never made a mistake, how can you expect to succeed? Well, I think it has to do a little more with learning (laughs) than than just pure out failing. But, uh, but yeah, definitely um, it's a – Workshops are really a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And you make people so happy doing that because they they walk out of there with the same thing that they've used in the workshop. And they're able to practice that. You know, you're waiting in the car for someone who's at the pharmacy or something to (laughs) get their medicine. And meanwhile, you're sitting in the car and you're going, you know, I could shoot some people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: or even edit that film that you're still working on or that right. video because i mean that's the best thing about smartphones is that you can do it anywhere anytime and it can work into whatever it is you're doing making it so much quicker for making videos
0: you may have a 10 minute wait where you put a little thing together edit it add a few little things to it and post it on social media you know like instagram or something like that all within yeah. that 10 minutes
1: yeah absolutely
0: Uh, like um, producing while you wait or something. Maybe we'll come up with a cool slogan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I should really come up with a slogan for that, actually. I did a test um, on on, uh, YouTube. I don't know if you've seen um, a DSLR and editing on a computer versus editing on a phone. I think it was like 12 or 15 minutes faster to do it on my phone, to do a a quick, I think it was 40-second video, um, you know, and from planning, you know, setting up the gear, filming it, editing it, and getting it up online was about 15 minutes faster on the phone.
0: It is definitely going to be uh there's going to be less headaches if you're going to end up going online with videos um no matter what um i do i really do i know a lot of people say well it's never going to be as good as a dslr and i'm like says who yeah i mean i'm i'm the one that they people used to was like a nutcase you know like yeah right Susie like you're gonna be able to put videos from a cell phone camera onto the big screen I'm like they start somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know don't don't say never you know don't don't say that because uh it it is my my vision I mean if you if you're working in this industry manufacturing lenses and things like that right
1: mm.
0: and you want you want more you, your target audience the ideal target audience is everyone
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know we're you're not just going to this small world of you know not to say it's the small world, but <laughs> it, okay uh videographers and filmmakers as opposed to everybody mm-hmm. all ages all over the world, right yeah, I mean obviously there's a bigger audience in the everybody <laughs> category <Yeah. laughs> and if you're thinking about how to really make money well. I could sell three hundred of these for three hundred dollars, or I could sell you know these things for one hundred dollars to three thousand people, mm, right, yep. so um, to say that they're not going to try and manufacture something that is equal to, if not better, than DSLR cameras mm. um, it it to me, in the way that I think, doesn't make any sense. so yeah, but that, that's fair. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, and I'm saying, you know, there are always, there's always going to be people who really like the toys, like to have the, big, the biggest, you know, like, remember when Hummers were really big? Oh, my God, yeah. I don't mean big, just in size, but, you know, yeah. the in thing, and it was crazy, it was like, are you kidding me? I feel like I'm in a war zone, you know, I'm driving my little Honda
1: <laughs> on
0: the road, and um, there's always going to be people who like that, Yeah. Know? Um but you know, there's the other, the whole other rest of the world who can be doing something really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sharing
0: um, with their phone. And I kind of wanted you to explain that because a lot of times people forget because they're making videos for business, they forget the storyteller uh, mm. behind that. And that's yes. always got to be a guide, no matter, even if you're making a commercial, you're making, you're telling a story. Yeah, well, the
1: the videos that do the best online are ones that tell stories. And it's because at at our core, we all tell and listen to stories on a daily basis. Whether you're, you know, down at your local bar and someone's going, guess what happened to me today, um, to watching a video online, it's always a story. They're the ones that draw you in, that, you know, you actually listen to and pay attention to and maybe even learn something from. Um, And so a business video doesn't have to be boring. You just come at it from an angle of telling a story, whether the story is your story, how you started the, your business, or whether it's the story of, you know, your your customer, like an ideal customer that you work with and telling their story from the perspective of working with your business. Um, it's, yeah, it's just stories are just so important. I think people forget that. They just go, oh, I'll just pick up the camera and I'll press record, right? Um, but there's a bit more to it to actually making a video that that works, that engages, that actually set does what you set out for it.
0: Well, yeah, the stories are what connect us as as Mm -hmm. human beings, but they also connect concepts with us, you know, as human beings. Absolutely. Um, Now, would you you recommend people always write a script?
1: I I think writing a script or a plan, storyboard, whatever you want to call it, um, is actually really important because what a lot of people make the mistake of doing is they just go, I'm just going to do a video – about my day-to-day business life and they mm-hmm. kind of pick up the camera and they take a few shots here and a few shots there and a few shots somewhere else and they're like how do i piece this together what how what shot goes where and um the problem they've run into is they don't actually know what their story is and if they knew this story, the story they were trying to tell basically the one message that they wanted to get across to their viewer uh the filming would go faster and the editing would go faster because they know what it is that they're 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 setting out to inform their viewer or get them to take away from it. so I, I highly recommend pl- some level of planning even if it's like literally
0: a, a, a montage even a, a montage yeah. which is like the video version of a collage right is a montage.
1: yes and yeah, so yeah, even yeah.
0: if you're doing that, you're still connecting pieces together and you should have some sort of a story to to have to convey a feeling or a message or something right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and even if you did happen to grab a bunch of shots, say, at an event you went to, the best thing you can do is then write your script or your plan or whatever you want to call it before you actually start editing. Because if you go, you know, I basically want to tell people how this event has changed people's lives or whatever it is you're trying to tell, figure out what that is. You'll know where the photos or videos you took slot into place. And instead of, you know, switching shots and putting some here and going, oh, that doesn't work and, oh, I better move this shot and put something else in there instead – you already have that plan and you'll be able to get it done in next to no time, as opposed to fumbling around and not knowing what your plan was to begin with.
0: You know, that video, I don't know if you got to see it. It's on the Instagram, that one of, um, that I shot at comic con where it, there's a lot of little B rolls, uh, put yeah, together yeah. and things like with little short interviews with people. I think, oh, yeah. um, I think it's, you know, probably about five minutes or something. I can't remember, but, the longer version is on YouTube. Well, um I, I shot B roll video. I went there on the last day. That's a big event. It's mm-hmm. very loud in there, you know? And so I sat there and I didn't have a gimbal, by the way, but I know how yeah. to, how to move a camera. So I'm doing camera moves and I'm and I'm going slow and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You can't tell it was shot with a phone. And with None. practically no gear. But I did use the iRig and an XLR and mm-hmm. a condenser, and I was using that with people. And um, I'm just going, okay, I'll just shoot this person. It was really hard to choose to plan that. I just knew, oh yeah, when you're yeah, filming, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I knew what I wanted to do. So because I have this experience, it's like, okay, I basically want to ask pretty much the same questions to each person. Right. Mm-hmm. That way, if I it, later when I'm editing it. Right. Uh, and I want to break them up, you know, like one, per, three pe three different people answer the same question and then go back with another question and ask these other ones. Or maybe I just want this person and then that person and then that person. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know
1: in between I want B-roll. Yes. To break it up. Right. See, and that's, and that's, that's the thing, because what you said, that when you started telling this, you go, I knew what I wanted. Exactly. That's the plan. Even if you didn't write it out, you in your head went, I'm going to get this, 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 and this, because I'm going to tell this story. Yeah. So you knew that. You did plan it. You just didn't. And that's what people get hung up on. They go, I have to write like a 10-page plan. No, you don't. It nope. could be two minutes before you start filming, but you have to have some level of plan. And
0: that started out with me... You know, goofing up a lot at first. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I would get stuff, and then I would go back to edit, and I was like, "Oh, I should have, I should have gotten more of this and more of that." You know, even if it had nothing to do with what people were talking about, uh, unless you're putting it over the people as they're talking to match what they're saying, which is mm. something you should obviously do. But um, when you're not gonna want it, because I was, I was interviewing cosplayers. So it was I, all about them. So I wasn't going to cover them up with B-roll, you know. Uh, so there's all these little elements that you, you you learn as you, as you, you're not an expert. Uh, I, I would never call myself an expert. But as you experience doing these videos for so, so many times over and over and over again, I can't even tell you the number of videos that I've worked on in my life. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have no clue. Um, yeah. But, um, but you, you start to learn things and that's the thing why you have to get it started. You have to do
1: it. I was just going to say the same thing when you were finishing talking. I was just thinking that, yeah, that's the thing is you have to just start. Yeah. It doesn't, and, and your first video, I guarantee you're probably the same as me. Our first videos, if we could find them somewhere, we'd probably cringe and be like, oh, that's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what most people feel when they, at the time you're like, wow, I made a video. You look back and you see how far you've come, come and you just get better and better. But you have to have that starting point. Everyone has to have that one video that they go, oh, man, did I really make that? Well, <laughs> you have to start. Yeah, and that brings me to another
0: thing I wanted to ask you, um, you know, about shooting yourself.
1: <laughs> not, <laughs> not, we're not
0: talking about suicide, people.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. No, definitely not.
0: But uh, but when it comes to shooting yourself, we're, it takes quite me, right? Uh, For example, just doing this podcast, listening to my voice is like, ugh, you know, Mm. but then you get used to it, you know, same with shooting yourself, uh, or, or being in a video because somebody else is shooting you either way as a business person, it's all about branding. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's, you know, when we're talking about stories and connecting with human beings, it's, it's a good idea to have a human being sharing the stories regardless of what your business is about, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And, and that's, the, that's the heart of the brand, right, regardless of what it is that you do. So um, as that person, you, you're a founder, so you have to get used to seeing photos of yourself. So now you, as a solopreneur, you're doing that. It's not someone else doing that where you can go, well, yeah, I can't believe they chose that, you know, but yeah. now it's your fault, right? So, <laughs> so now you have to get, you have to go, now we're talking content, right? Mm-hmm. The value of that content and how that placing to your story and how that all is part of your brand that you're stuck with because you have to remember not everybody sees you in the same way you see yourself. You know what I'm saying? yeah. You know, Um, and experience will do that to you after you do it It over and over again, where you have to kind of go, whatever, I'm stuck with it. I got to put that in there. You know, that's a horrible video of me. But you know what? Um, Oh, God, on the sun. Look at that. What happened to my face? You know, (laughs) direct sunlight is horrible on you. Oh, yeah. Don't Um, use direct sunlight. (laughs) Right. And but then there you are. and You know, there it is. But, you know, it's part of your content. Whatever. I'll just use it. Um, and so when it comes to shooting yourself, right, Uh outside of getting used to seeing your image and hearing your voice and all that stuff, Uh um, what, what do you recommend people do for, for shooting themselves, especially, uh, you know, when they're going to show it on social media, as opposed to a finished, you know, promotional, uh, professional,
1: (laughs) video. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the number one tip that I can give you, uh, well, just because I, it drives me mental when I see people do this, um, is it's all about connecting. Uh, you want to be able to connect with your audience. That's why you're on camera. But what I see a lot of people do, and it's really quite simple, but hard to, to get used to, is don't look at yourself on your screen. Um, look at the lens. Yeah. If you don't know where the lens is, If you have an idea of where you think it is, run your thumb over it or your finger and you'll see if it it covers it up, then that's the lens. But what I see a lot of people do is they look at themselves when they're doing a selfie video or a live video and your eyes aren't connecting with those of your viewers. Um, And that's where the real power comes in. If your eyes are connecting with your viewers, they feel like they're connecting with you, that you're having a conversation with them. But if you're looking at yourself, then your eyes are looking kind of down past the viewer's eyes um, and it just doesn't have that same level of connection. That's one tip when you're filming yourself that uh you should really practice looking at the lens, not yourself. I mean, I get it wrong sometimes don't get me wrong. can't help sometimes looking at myself now that I'm used to be on camera. That sounds really egotistical, but um it's just something you need to practice and make sure you're looking at that lens.
0: What is your recommendation is now anybody can go out and get uh especially when you're not moving. Uh, doing any fluid shots you know and things like that with um with a tripod right so you can get like a $10 tripod
1: right it doesn't
0: matter um but um I find you know especially for smartphones um and and honestly like a long tripod to be on the ground when there's tables and branches to hook up a a gorilla pod or anything like Mm -hmm. that seems like overwhelming because we're trying to be portable right yes but um if you're if you're out in a park in the middle of nowhere, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sometimes there isn't really a, a place to put, you know, to put your phone. So you're using your own arm, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're shooting it like that, um, unless you happen to bring <laughs> a tripod along, um, which is. But it's still okay, you know. Yeah.
1: And and phones nowadays are getting better and better. I mean. For, for those of you listening and have like the new, I have an iPhone X, 10 oh. X sounds way cooler. That's why I just say iPhone X. I'd have to sell oh. my
0: car to get one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it did cost me $2,100 here in New Zealand. Oh. Um, I but, don't even think the, my
0: car is worth twenty
1: one. dollars And, yeah, Apple didn't give it to me. I had to buy it myself. Um, and like the Google Pixel 2 have amazing stabilizers oh. in their video. Yeah. Um, and so things are getting better and better that you can do handheld and definitely get away with it. Uh, not like it used to be when you kind of shook any kind of tremor in your hand, made it look like there was an earthquake happening, kind of <laughs> wherever your vicinity was. Um, but I mean, if you're just using, if you don't have a tripod with you, chances are you might have something that you can use. And it really is comes down to that scrappy filmmaking, learning how you know how to how to do it on a budget. Is um, you can use, and I actually got this uh, tip from a friend of mine, Braxton. I think his last name is Nut. I don't know. Do you know him? Braxton. He's on Twitter and he's a, he's a, he's a mojo journalist. He's a mobile journalist. Um, and he uses a tall Starbucks coffee cup and all he does is cut a slit in the top. well, actually in the bottom of it so that the rim, the biggest bit that you drink out of is, uh, placed on wherever it is you're going. Um, and you can just slot your phone into there. So there's usually something you can use in some vicinity. I've sat on the ground and had something sitting on a log so that I was on the right level as my camera and. You know, there's always something you can do if you don't want to hold on to your phone because you're you're scared as hell and you're going to start shaking because it's your first time on camera. Uh, then there is other things you can do like like that trick, Play-Doh, Play-Doh, yeah, Lego. Yep, I've made a Lego stand before. Um, I've actually used, used my own
0: jacket before to believe it or not.
1: Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I've,
0: I've I've used my jacket before because I didn't have anything and I was like. Or whatever, but then, you know, it starts to slide. <laughs> you have to you still have to do something. It's like, okay, I'll put some rocks behind here and, yeah, you know, and use my jacket. Yeah. But at least, you know, you've got something that you can sort of mold around it. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah you're 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 right. Um there's there's so much you can do. The other thing is, um, that I find is, you know, for people who don't have if any of you listeners are out there and you're and you've got an iPhone X, and you don't have a case. I have no idea how you how you don't how you're not filled with anxiety <laughs> because I mean it's like one drop and there goes you know oh my god the yeah. whole world just just dropped on you. Um, but the thing is like even if you at least have a case, your fingers and are touching when your fingers are directly on your phone, uh, it it tends to be a little shakier. Because we have these little vibrations on our fingers. yeah. Um, yeah. So even if you at least have it, you know, a lot of times I shoot things without anything. You mm-hmm. know, I have a case on my phone because I have to because I'm a dork.
1: <laughs> I, <drop my laughs> I have a case phone. on my phone. Totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, um, but even just using it with that, if you are very conscious, you know, you put your, your, elbows into your body into your torso and you move very slowly you know Mm -hmm. when you're panning it's it looks like hey that's just a regular heavy professional camera as far as anybody's concerned but it's all about the movement and keeping your fingers off of the phone itself you can get away with a lot that way but you have to do like what you said you have to plan for things yes Even those little shots, you have to kind of pan. Even if you don't have that written down, right, you still have to plan that. Like, okay, I'm going to move. And then you use your eyes. Don't just use your phone to look. Use your eyes. You can move your – I'm actually doing this, like like if you can see me. But you can actually (laughs) (laughs) – you know, you're holding the phone in front of you and you're panning. But your eyes can still look to the left, to the right, to the top, to the floor, to aim at where you want mm-hmm. to end up, you know, with that yep. pan. Um, and and that's, that comes with doing it. Again, you yes. just have to start doing this stuff and then and looking, you know, being willing to not just view it while you're shooting and then say, eh, forget about <laughs> it. Uh, you have to go back
1: and review what you've shot. And that's the beauty of these these phones. Back in the day, you had to film something, and to rewind the tape and then watch it. But the more times you rewound the tape and watched it, you know, you were degrading the film. Oh, um, <laughs> so nowadays, you click a button, you go, oh, yeah, that looks good. Or no, that was terrible. Let's do that again. Yeah, <laughs> now you know. Yeah, and you had to digitize it, remember? Yeah.
0: Now, let me ask you about this, because this is the other thing. We're telling people just do it, do it, do it, do it. But mm. what happens when your phone, the memory isn't that big, um, meaning, you know, the space?
1: Mm. Uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> everyone is phasing out the iPhone 4. No, because um, <laughs> I—I mean, 16 gig, I don't think even exists anymore. 16 gig as a phone um, yeah. or a device doesn't even exist anymore. I think um, that's
0: what mine is on the 6s. I have no idea.
1: No, it can't be 16. It just, I have to be 32 or 64. I Has don't to be. Know.
0: It's like so, but also I'm, uh, i am i like to try out a lot of apps.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I think you need to delete some apps
0: <laughs> I know I always do that before I go to an event <laughs> oh yeah my- and
1: that's and that, that's the thing actually you need to like be on top if you have a phone that has little space you need to be on top of that and constantly like getting photos and videos off your, your phone or deleting apps that you don't use um, so that you can create videos because there's nothing worse than like filming something and then having it go storage space no longer available and you're like what I've got like 10 more shots to get
0: You know, you were talking earlier about using your phone without any apps or anything like that Mm -hmm. at first. So I have an older uh, iPhone uh, 4S, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, 1080 HD, right? Yeah. And I don't update it. Uh, I don't have the newer OS on it. And I use it. (laughs) I use it for making, you know, that video that I shot for the Comic-Con. I mm-hmm. used the iPhone four S for that with no apps ah, or anything. yeah.
1: Wow, nice.
0: Yeah, and then uh, then I bring it up, and then I use iMovie on on my laptop. I see, I, I, I'll play around with editing on my phone, mm-hmm. you know. And if you have to do something quick, yeah, that's cool. But I actually still love um, video, you know, editing on on the actual laptop with the bigger screen, because I yeah, see, fair I enough. see things better there uh than i do on my phone
1: yeah i can see that i guess it depends on how big your phone is too yeah if if people out there have like the eight plus or the seven plus or what what have you uh it's much bigger screen and lighting conditions the lighting condition
0: of the wherever of the location also helps i've been talking to a lot of filmmakers who have (laughs) run into issues well, they were filming a scene and then they didn't realize they could see the boom because, you know, of the lighting or something like that on the phone. Um, yeah. Until later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I edit everything. I film and edit everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything. 95% of all the stuff I put out there yeah. is filmed and edited on my phone so all the subtitles everything is done entirely on editing apps in my phone
0: but i like the idea of the smartphone because it's in your pocket it fits i mean i don't know of ipads yet that can fit in your pocket
1: (laughs) no maybe the ipad mini maybe in your back pocket maybe yeah (laughs) maybe
0: but yeah but the the phones are just ideal um if we're talking about b-roll is a big deal for for business videos Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about doing selfie videos for, you know, for whether they're live or not, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I happen to be here. This is really cool. I'm going to shoot a live video here. Or I'm just going to, you know, this is the scene. It's at the coffee shop. It so-and-so happens to be here. This is where mm-hmm. I want to do it. So let's talk a little bit about, um, about audio. Okay. Uh, okay. Because, you know half the picture is sound. Uh yeah. But you can as far as business videos go, uh you can get away with a lot just using your the microphone on your earbuds at least.
1: Yeah, that's what I teach people to do at the outset. And most people go, What? And yeah. are like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Huge difference.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, absolutely never use the well, I shouldn't say never, but you know, not unless it's the absolute last resort. Should you use the uh the microphone that's built into the phone without the headset, just the actual phone itself. Yeah. Um, because you're just going to get so much noise from everything around you. Like even if you think you're in a kind of a quiet spot, what you'll notice afterwards is this hiss of just air between you and whatever you're filming. Um, but yeah, most you should absolutely start with your headset. Um, but beyond that, you you generally want to try and find somewhere because your headset's not a professional microphone um but you want to find somewhere that's that's quiet so instead of being in a loud coffee shop maybe you go into a nice park somewhere um that it's a bit quieter not you know so many bustling plates and knives and forks and whatever else happens but in the coffee sometimes
0: shop the location 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 as they
1: say in yeah. real estate that's yeah, everything yeah. right <laughs> yeah 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 for sure um and i guess it's about trying to work within that location to find a quiet spot so instead of perhaps being right near the door of the cafe being at the back of the cafe where people aren't coming in and out and all that kind of stuff um you always want to try and find a spot that has as little sound as possible while still maintaining because if you want atmosphere sound like you want clinking plates and that kind of thing because this person is a restaurateur and you're doing a video about their restaurant um then you want to still find it quiet place in that restaurant because of the fact that your microphone even though using the headset will pick up a lot of the ambient noise because that's what it's designed to do it's um it's what's known as omnidirectional it gets sound from everywhere
0: right yeah and there and and for anyone who wants to really go pro on these things too there are different uh kinds of microphones you don't don't just go to like some store and just grab one because it looks yeah. like it looks cool. Um they they all pick up different um they have uh they, they'll usually have a shape that'll look like a mushroom or or mm-hmm. or something like that on it and that means that's the area around the microphone they tend to pick up. There are mm-hmm. also directional microphones like shotgun microphones.
1: Yeah. Um, they look like a a pole kind of.
0: Yeah. So stick. So I didn't realize you know I'm enjoying talking to you I didn't realize an hour had already
1: gone <laughs> Oh my goodness, we might have to cut this up. <laughs> no.
0: Well, uh no, I think I think we could get away with it because I think that there's so much good stuff here. It's not like we've gone off and started talking about I don't know Star Wars or something. I could talk about that.
1: I just saw the latest film. No, I'm just teasing. Please.
0: Well, I did that last time and I and I left it because I thought, you know, everybody's just about watching or just watching. Yes. I had just watched it too, and yeah. um, I don't. I didn't want to tell anybody any spoilers, and there weren't any, so it was good. Oh, that was good. <laughs> but we didn't go like that much over. Um, what I do want to do though, is ask you one last question and then I want to play a little game with you. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this question that I wanted to ask you before we go is like, um, social media, how important okay. is that for not just for video, but for, for business?
1: Um, it's invaluable almost, um, Used right, it's invaluable. If you don't know what you're doing, you you could feel like a time waster. Um, But it's just a way that you can, like we were talking about before, it's all about connections, about humans connecting with each other because that's actually what we're kind of built to do. We want to make connections. And social media has given us this ability to do that whilst also being in separate countries behind a computer where you can't necessarily have the person-to-person interaction. And that's what social media does is it it connects us in a way we can be social without actually having to be in each other's (laughs) space, which isn't a bad thing. But um, it's just, yeah, and for a business, it's the perfect way for uh, customers to be able to build a relationship and feel like you're someone they can actually reach out and touch almost. Um, Because back in the day, it was like, you know, all the big businesses like I don't know Nike or something rather. Were just so you couldn't touch them; they were impervious to touch. And the ivory
0: towers, as they yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's it. Whereas nowadays, because we have social media, we're all so connected. And these bigger brands, whether you're a big brand or a small brand, you have a social media account, and people can connect with you, and they can feel uh, start building that relationship and building that trust, and seeing them as a real person, even if Nike is, you know, a global organization, uh, because they can reach out and touch them, virtually speaking, they're able to connect with them more. So yeah, social media is just, I don't know, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge thing.
0: <laughs> it really is. We're more, you know, I, I do have a thing about connection. And I see that as being the key to everything. But if you want to connect with people, uh, people do want to connect with. Them. I mean, it's like, oh, who wouldn't want to know the founder of Nike? You know, and yeah, like that. yeah. But there's no way you're like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to meet, you know, Keanu Reeves too. Good luck. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. right? But on social media, the way that works for the most part is more like, oh, but I can find, I can, I can know the owner. I can meet the owner at the local small shop. Right. Mm, Yes. Uh, The founder of that, you know, that's uh, so much more. It's a closer connection.
1: uh, And it's people. It's a great way to start conversations as well. Like you and I, we met through social media and a lot of the people that uh, I either, well, either I work with, work with me or ask me to be on their shows have met me through social media it's just kind of the way we do connect nowadays it is it, it's i think it's cool <laughs>
0: it really is it's like well you're you're you know it's like we all have different cultures within different industries and in business and things like that right so mm. in the video in the smart video filmmaking and video and and, and stuff like that you're famous you know what I'm saying yeah. where yeah you, you know but you could go down to the coffee Starbucks or whatever you know and you're talking to people there and nobody knows that literally you're like famous in this one whole big
1: world of you know of this culture right it's pretty cool well, it is cool but although it's funny you say that because I went to a party <laughs> and uh someone comes to me and goes oh you get a head media I love your videos. <laughs> and I was like, No.
0: <laughs> so, um, I wanted to play this game with mm. me. and um and this game is it's pretty cool. I mean, um I was doing it last year just basically shout outs to people, right? But yes. this year I kinda wanted to just do this game as, you know, more as it pertains to individuals that I and make it funner, make it different, not always yeah. the same thing. And with you, I'd like to kind of uh, ask you to name, because you said you were a filmmaker too, right? Yeah. And I really don't know of any filmmaker who hasn't watched a lot of movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true.
0: (laughs) So um, let's do this game where uh, you've got 20 seconds to name. 20 seconds. Yeah, I know. And you know, you do these little short videos, you know, 20 seconds can be a long time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but they can all it can also go really fast
1: (laughs) yep
0: (laughs) especially when you're thinking um which again it reminds me like when you're going to do these short videos remember to plan (laughs) because they go (laughs) fast (laughs) um so name your favorite films or the films that inspired you or whatever uh within 20 seconds okay so am i just
1: going to name all the films that i can think of or should i name two, two no. or three and then talk about them no? no all the films
0: just all the films all in or row oh, fire out <laughs> <laughs> make a list
1: <laughs> yeah I should have made a list before
0: now <laughs> I'm like oh,
1: what's the name of that film
0: yeah no you'll figure it out <laughs> okay and if you yep. goof up it'll just you You know we'll just laugh about it and then you can then maybe there might be one or two that you really want to point out why once, yeah. you, once you've named them
1: okay all
0: right, all right ready yeah get set
1: yeah. And go. Uh, American History X, Crash, um, Terminator Two, Star Wars, one, uh, th- Four, Five, and Six. No, there's new ones. Uh, oh no, The Hours, um, Unbreakable. Oh wow, that's that's right there to tell me I'm overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, what
0: is that? The hours? What is that? I haven't heard of that.
1: Oh, the hours. Um, it's a film um, starring Nicole Kidman, Laura mm-hmm. Linney, and Meryl Streep. Yeah, really? I think it's Meryl Streep, and it's um essentially the story of uh three women all set in different times, but their stories kind of link. Uh, and so it's a story of Virginia Woolf. That's Nicole Kidman. Uh, the story of uh, an author which is Meryl Streep and a woman who is in the 1950s I think uh and um it's just a really powerful film uh of how all our stories are connected we're all connected in some way even though these women are completely separate in completely separate times um yeah you should definitely check it out it's got some amazing actors in it, actresses I should say Meryl Streep Nicole Kidman and then Laura Linney so yeah. I'm not doing it justice by explaining it, but it's, um, it's <laughs> drama. I like a lot of dramas, dramas or sci-fi. That's <laughs> kind ah. of what I named, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember Crash. I actually forgot about that movie. That was yeah. That was a very, I remember that one was really cool when it started out, uh, when, well, actually, it, when, when it first
1: came out. Yeah, well, when you said to me, oh, let's talk about some of your favorite films. I didn't know I was going to have to name so many. But I was thinking, well, what are my films? And um, it's funny that you pick on Crash. And I don't know if you've heard of American History X. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of along the same lines of Crash. It's about sort of racism and, and connections with people, and we're all just people trying to live together, kind of thing. And it's um, it's actually American History X that made me want to be a filmmaker. And then again, when I saw Crash, it just like reconfirmed that for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I may have to watch that again. There's, you know, you forget there's so many films in the world.
1: Yeah, um, and I I think that's I, and this might even wrap things up is that um, when I was thinking about those films um, and how powerful they are, it's uh, filmmakers video makers whoever is trying to tell a story using a video we have such a powerful tool to invoke emotions uh and, and make people feel uh or connect but in the same um train of thought we actually have a duty to do it uh for the greater good
0: for it's not ethics for involved. malice
1: yeah. yeah yeah so it's this great power that we all have to do um but we've got to we've got to use it in the right way all right.
0: well we're gonna we're gonna go uh away uh but um we're gonna do uh a, a video i mean a video <laughs> we're gonna do uh our our bonus podcast now for patreon uh so uh scoot on over to patreon to catch that at um patreon dot com slash s b p podcast and uh, we're gonna ask um francesca to sh- uh explain uh pretty much in depth, right? Um yeah. about uh the best way to do live videos. Yep. So we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, join so- us over there. Yeah. And and later we'll see you on social media too.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: And what is your um do you have a you have a Twitter account too, right? I do.
1: I have Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. If you just search me on each of those channels, uh my handle is get it get ahead media. Um, on each of those channels, so you can find me. So, Facebook.com, get ahead media. Twitter.com, get ahead media. Instagram.com, get ahead media. That's it's me. I-
0: it's a good idea, also, if you're mm-hmm. in business, to, um, to go ahead and title each social media with a, a fairly consistent
1: username. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes it easier for me, too. And I'd be yeah. terrible if I had to list it off three different handles.
0: Well, yeah, and for people to find you.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, especially on Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.
1: <laughs> See ya.